Okay, so this is Austin Creasu. Uh, this is for my pop culture analysis assignment. Uh, I'm joined with Derek Freeborg and Jerry Hangy, who are going to be talking about Project X with me as uh, for my pop culture artifact. Um, so first off, the breakdown of Project X. Project X is a movie based on three guys who want to throw like the most crazy, the most party, uh, most epic party of their l entire life and just kind of will make them um, more well-known in the high school that they kind of attend because I guess you could say it right now, they're kind of losers who don't like have any friends or like um, just don't um, do much with their school that they're kind of in. Um, so first, I am going to break down the first kind of category of um, the cultural efficiency categories of retrievability, critical force, um, resonance, um, institutional attention, as well as resolution. So the first one being um, retrievability. So for Jerry and Derek, retrievability is kind of what um, is the object accessible to the audience. So this movie, um, we're kind of talking about how, I think, when did it come out? 2013, 2012. 2012, 2012 it came out, I think, yeah, so just about uh, 10 years ago today, actually, or 10 years ago, not today, but this year. Um, so objects are that are highly retrievable are available in largely quantities and very affordable. Um, so kind of it's like a book being sold on a market. This has kind of been available on Netflix forever now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think everyone... Kind of in our society has Netflix nowadays, or like Hulu, you know, Disney Plus, all these kind of accessible ways. Um, do you guys think that like Project X being available kind of on a streaming platform makes it super accessible as well as kind of, you know, gives people the uh, ability to kind of watch it whenever, wherever they would like? Yeah, I mean, it limits the... Uh the opportunity cost of watching it versus another movie and uh, also it's available on like pirated websites so it gives it a broad spectrum of how people can watch it and then YouTube also does like videos on it or reviews so it's just more exposure to get people to actually want to watch it yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I actually watched it on Netflix because it like popped up on the screen so I think it's like an effective easy way to have it on a streaming service because then they promote it and people can view it a lot more easy and it's more accessible that way. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing too is like when it pops up on Netflix, especially for people our age, so high school, college, um, it's more like relatable to probably other shows and other movies that they kind of watch with it being like, I don't know, I feel like a lot of things that people watch our age revolve around like drinking, sex, um, violence, kind of. I feel like a lot of categories fluctuate around there um whether it be like a certain genre too so like drama action um maybe like uh fantasy stuff like that too which is kind of such a crucial part about it <clears throat> um the next kind of uh category we guess we can discuss is rhetorical force so is this movie powerful is there an aspect of the object that is striking and memorable um, a catchy beat that cannot get out of your head uh, kind of might be like an example of a rhetorical force. Um, 
So, what do you guys think about this movie? Like, do you guys think it's like memorable or like, like a lot of people think of this movie as like an iconic movie for like some kind of reasons? What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I'd say it's definitely memorable. I'd say it mostly because it appeals to what people our age like. Like, it's got all of our kind of carnal desires, sex, drugs, violence, and uh, peer validation is a big part of it. And that's an extremely important thing for our generation, in my opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like you were saying, it's marketed towards teenagers to college kids, which is a very impressionable time in your head. So when you see a movie like that, it definitely takes hold on you, especially because of like the shock value and the different scenes that they use to really grab your attention and like make you think, holy shit, this is a crazy party. So yeah, I don't know. I think for that reason alone, it just like kind of sticks with you after you watch it, at least for a little bit. And since it relates to our age group so well, it's just something that you can think about and relate to. So that's why it makes it memorable for us. Yeah. Our demographic, especially. Especially, like, the fantasy aspect. Like, their primary goal is just have the most insane, crazy party that, like, ever has ever been done. Um, so I think that's, like, a lot of kids' dreams, or, like, Latin collegers' dream to, you know, do that kind of party. And people even took it as inspiration. I know Chase said that his freshman year in college, it was a Project X party in Fargo. So, like, people tried to recreate it. So that's how far and yeah. got into the... Yeah pop culture zeitgeist yeah. yeah there was like a lot of backlash that came with it too because it was like making headlines that people were trying to recreate the party and it got like really out of hand in like certain areas and like i'm sure you can look up how that ended for people yeah yeah not well not but, well yeah yeah i know there's like one like that in dickinson north dakota where like the cops were called and there's like a helicopter over the house and everything like it was like the full scene of project x basically in their hometown which is like a town of thirty thousand people yeah which is kind of crazy but it is nuts to think of that as like it does inspire people to do things i think that goes for like a lot of movies i mean i don't know it's just like maybe when for example you watch like i don't know like the dark knight or something with like joker you know and kind of like that inspires people to like do these certain things it's kind of interesting how like film and like pop culture on social media and what we kind of see can like influence us to like you know act certain ways dress certain ways do certain things you know um i was gonna say like the main characters of the show are supposed to be very relatable people that like a lot of people can like see themselves in so that's probably why it encouraged so much behavior afterwards and had such an impact exactly yeah like these are just three high school kids normal kids go to school they're all kind of like portrayed too as like losers and outcasts which some a lot of people feel like they are so that appeals to you even more and pulls you in definitely definitely yeah sure um so i guess the third category we can move on to is resonance so does it feel familiar so does the object tap into an ongoing conversation in society television episode in which plot ripped from headlines so you guys see like we kind of talked about it already but like this movie kind of influences like people's reality and there's been news stories headlines of you know, people trying to recreate Project X parties, in air quotes. Um, but um, do you guys think you see a lot more? I mean, we kind of discussed it earlier, but... Yeah. I mean, it came out when we were, like, younger, younger, so yeah, it's, like, yeah. kind of hard to see the immediate impact it had, but yeah. I'm sure it definitely is the reason for a lot of things that go on now. 
it also creates like false expectations for people and ex like they go to like a party expecting it to be like that movie and it's not and then they get like let down or you mm -hmm. know different things like that uh, i think it along with like movies in this category same with like the internet i feel like they've started to only show the extremes of society so now people are now our age are expecting those extremes like you look at influencers on instagram and they're not living a normal life they're only showing like the most the best parts about it none of the drawbacks and all that's what people expect as a baseline yeah definitely like people have these super high expectations of stuff and like that's the thing about like media it portrays like an unrealistic reality most of the time especially with like you know like photoshop for example people like like Photoshop, you know, photos or something like that, and they post it on social media, and then it's unrealistic reality of, you know, everyday life. So it's kind of an interesting um, take on that kind of. Um, the fourth category we can kind of go to is institutional retention. Um, so that's kind of does the object become normal, institutionalized in society? Um, so do you guys think it kind of is seen in society today? I mean, this movie was released 10 years ago, but I still like see people talk about it, you know, every now and then be like, we're still watch it today just yeah. because it became so iconic back then. Yeah. I feel like we could see that in the COVID pandemic, even yeah. with, um, people throwing large parties in restrictive cities like LA yeah. where there's a anti-gathering policy in place and people just kind of doing what they want to do instead of what they should do definitely i think yeah covid kind of played a bigger part because you know people that were cooped up in their homes for like a year yeah. year and a half you know and then kind of when we were all kind of let off a little bit of covid you know everyone put partying and going out and spending time with friends outside of the house more into their everyday lives which was kind of <clears throat> back rolling to society i guess you'd say i mean i think when it came out it was definitely a shock value of a movie back in like 2012 everything that you see in that is like not you know in other movies but like now we're just so desensitized because of things that have followed and just a lot more exposure that we get especially with the internet and social media and everything yeah, but yeah i think like now we're all just so desensitized that when we watch it it doesn't seem that crazy how it happened it almost seems realistic in a sense like it's not but it almost is yeah like, it's, like, just, like, on that fine line of, like, could this actually happen? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. It, like, is it rides that really yeah. close. I feel like it opened the door for movies like The Wolf of Wall Street. And I'm blanking on more now. There's for sure been more similar movies. Or, like, like shows like yeah. Euphoria. Yeah, oh, Euphoria yeah. is Obviously, extreme yeah. lifestyles. Because, like, Euphoria is that very extreme lifestyles and ex doing the same job that just like exposing people the same way project x probably did back then yeah like sex and drugs pretty much yeah in a very unrealistic yeah. yet realistic format i think that show also like it glamorizes things but it also does the same thing where it rides that really fine line of could this happen couldn't it yeah and i think that's definitely echoes and i yeah culture. i think that's the biggest part about media is like it's just even like sh like shows like Euphoria or like movies like Project X, it's like these are very doable. Like these are realistic. People can do these things, but you know they see it like in a movie or a TV show, and it's like 
people know. It's like, have oh, it's just a TV show. Have you guys ever seen Assassination Nation? I've seen like clips of it. That movie it. also is like it, where it like does this. It's also directed by Sam Levinson, who does Euphoria. So it's kind of like watching that show, but it's like essentially the plot is like everyone's internet history and messages and different things all get leaked into like this town, and then people just go crazy because they hate each other for like seeing like nudes and different things that get leaked. I'm trying to think, but it's just like kind of a political commentary. But it's like also would that happen if like everybody's pr private information was now public? Yeah, I just don't think we've had anything happen like that, so it's kind of hard to compare that. But yeah, definitely. I think that I don't know. It's just very interesting kind of topic and discussion-based questions. Um, then we can kind of move into the last category here. So, um, resolution. Does it give us something to um, resolve? Um, is there any takeaway message kind of from the movie? Or like the cultural object that we've kind of been discussing which in this case is Project X um, so does it kind of have a powerful message about like maybe like relationships or family or politics um, that kind of entertain us in a way you guys think um, yeah it like I mean obviously there's like the whole don't throw a party like that or you'll see like this is what's gonna happen like yeah. the cops called I think they show like the consequences and like people getting sentenced for stuff but yeah I don't know man but I think like at the end of the day you know like at the very end of the movie like after they did it I mean you know they kind of it was kind of just like a one night thing you know like yeah it makes for hell of memories but um you know like kind of had a little falling out between their friend group the three friends um through the process of throwing the party because you know like it was thrown at the main character's house i forgot his name and then his buddies um because his house was getting destroyed he kind of got frustrated with his friends and then it kind of just fell apart um but then they kind of resolved their issues by the very end of the movie which is kind of interesting so I was gonna say it like also demonstrates why you should like say no when you want to because the main character you can clearly see he was like wants to stop it at certain points but he keeps <coughs> saying yes and let letting it build till it gets to just out of out it of just kind of yeah, gets out of reach. Yeah, out of I hand. feel like it points out the lack of equality of risk. Mm -hmm. I think that's very prevalent in every social group that certain members. I think it's impossible to have equal risk for everybody. But I think that it weighs most heavily upon the members that are taking the burden of the most risk within the social group, which leads to the deterioration of the social dynamic within the group. Yeah, I definitely could see that for sure. And, um, but um, overall, do you guys have kind of any other thoughts about like the movie and how it kind of plays effect into like our society based on whether it be on you know, in popular culture, on media, social media, or, you know, affecting people's lives, like, with fantasy or versus reality, kind of stuff like that, you know? Uh, I think it has a big impact on pop culture, because I think it's, in a way, a framework of how a bunch of media, like, YouTubers and other people, like, kind of put together their videos, like, they'll have the crazy content, and at the end, if they get in trouble, it's just, like, one little snippet, like, oh, I got a ticket, oh, I got arrested, yeah. just kind of pushed off, which kind of gives people a false sense of security in terms of consequences and risk involved, like, you don't see that, and most people don't have the resources to handle 
like a lawsuit or something like that like it'll destroy your life and yeah now people are just more willing to do stuff like that just for the for the clout but nobody seems to pay attention to the consequences especially long term yeah i think overall the one of the biggest factors in it too is the way that they filmed it and how it's like very vlog style so it seems like a youtube video or like a real person yeah. then they take something that seems crazy put it into a movie and then through that they normalized it and made everyone feel like oh this is okay and then mm -hmm. it did have a lasting impact and probably has played a big hand in a lot of the exposure and things that we see now yeah i think that like through popular culture as well as like media and um film television is like um yeah like the biggest thing is like false reality um so like we see these certain things and then we kind of get influenced by them kind of recapping of like what i mentioned earlier is just like it influences people to do these things that we see whether it be like especially like this movie is targeted audiences like teenagers to like collegers in between that age range um especially like them being younger they get influenced from such a young age on like um you know what is okay to do what's not okay you know what people can get away with kind of stuff like that um and another thing i was going to say but i kind of forgot yeah i think that the pace of this movie in terms of how things change happens very fast yeah in terms of like planning it to getting drugs then starting the party then party's yeah. going well and then way too far kind of like plays into now that now content is getting shortened and more concentrated with the action and really only the action so now people can just consume more and more faster and faster like look at tiktok like the yeah. longest you're gonna sit there and watch a video for is three minutes yeah and i think that's like the whole idea of um people like I don't know, I thought it was, like, people our age, like, Generation Z or Millennials, like, our intention spans are a lot shorter. Um, whether it comes to, like, you watching a video or you reading something or something like that, um, people our ages, intention spans are, long, are shorter. So people try to get um, these little snippets, like, example, like, yeah, TikTok of, like, a 30-second video to convey all their information that they want you to see because they know after, like, you know, like minute to five minutes, you're just like not gonna be interested anymore. You're gonna be like, all right, next thing, you know? Yeah. So I think that's kind of an interesting to um, take as well. Um, but yeah, I wanna thank you guys for joining me on this episode today. Um, do you guys have any other last thoughts about kind of anything? Uh, not really. Yeah, no. me neither. No? All right, cool. We'll call it then. So, now I'm going to kind of break down a scholarly article or source um, about Project X after um, kind of talking about it with um, two fans of the source, which were in that case Jerry and Derek. Um, but this article is from The Hollywood Reporter and it kind of breaks down Project X into categories of kind of... <clears throat> Is, the first question they kind of ask is, you know, have teenagers always been this idiotic or does Project X kind of set the standards of what parties in teenage and college life kind of should be like? Um, the second is kind of what they break down is, 
did earlier generations kind of before like maybe like 2000s the 2000s age um approach having a good time with um such surely determination and third is definitely like does this film kind of set a standard for what kids should you know um foresee in high school and college and when it comes to parties and stuff like that um they mentioned in this article that Project X was actually inspired by an incident that happened in Australia before 2012 where hundreds of, upon hundreds of people showed up for a house party that got uncontrollable and caused a bunch of mayhem and thousands of dollars in damage. Um, so this act movie was actually inspired by a true event. So what I'm kind of getting at is this movie is obviously a fantasy, but in some ways it can be a reality. Um, it is possible for groups of teens, you know, 18, 19, 17 maybe, or 20, um, to throw big parties that kind of, you know, let them escape from reality for maybe a day. Um, where they could have a good time with their friends, not have to worry about, you know, adults or getting in trouble or these society standards of what is okay to do and what isn't okay. And finally, what I wanted to do is incorporate one chapter from Pop Culture Freaks into um, my podcast here. So I'm going to break down how this kind of, this movie plays into part with chapter four being gender perspectives on pop culture. While we can see a narrative of how both males and females can live this reality of this movie, um, this movie, however, in fact, follows the um, storyline of three male lead role characters. Um, I think especially during this time period, we see a lot more of male lead characters than female lead characters where the female characters in this particular movie are sexualized and um, used to attract kind of men, whereas um, the males are seen as the predominant roles or characters in this movie where they are kind of following, where we're kind of following their storyline on what they're doing. Another thing I wanted to talk to you from this section is the Bechtel test. Um, the Bechtel test is kind of seen in films. And it's kind of just what I summarized just now is like a lot of the females in this movie are characterized by gender stereotyping. So the girls seen in this movie are wearing, you know, more revealing clothes. They're more seducive characters to the men. Um, so it's kind of an interesting take, especially since how this movie is kind of based on, you know, partying and alcohol and drugs and kind of stuff like that. But overall, this movie, Project X, I think it's a really great movie. I think it hits a lot of um, really fantasies and kind of what teenagers kind of expect to do in their everyday lives. But it's very unrealistic and unattainable. <clears throat> I think that... Project X is kind of culturally, um, culturally potent as well as it's very interesting for the five parts of culture, 
um, potency. Um, I think it has a really strong kind of influence on popular culture and what we see in um, movies today as well as um, in our society today. So it kind of hits these points of what people dream they can do and what they fantasize about doing in their everyday lives but are just unattainable because of what society's standards and society's regulations kind of have set in for us. But overall, I thought this was a really fun project to do, and um, I hope you enjoyed listening. Uh, This has been Austin Creasu.